Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This is an official chat and shit disclaimer. Yeah. You might be listening to this thinking, oh my days. Some of this sounds really dated because we're not in lockdown as much anymore. It is. Well, that's fine. It's vintage. Exactly. Some of it was recorded a little while back. Get over it. So just play it. And if you don't like or you think, oh, that's wrong, skip it 15 seconds. Just skip it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right, press play now. You are now in tune to the Chat and Shit podcast. Guess what? Guess what? This is a podcast. Easy. Um, so what the hell are we doing here again? We're bloody podcasting, mate. Right, so we're back. The Chatting Shit Podcast with me, myself, Siepa, or Sipa, and you. Hugo Francis William Chegwin. Brilliant. Come on. So apart from us, t- two cool, young, sort of millennials. Mille- like, yeah, millennial, like, yeah. sort of, yeah, really young, in our prime. Yeah. If you ask us how old we are, we're your age, right? Yeah, we're your age, yeah. Um, what we thought would be better than just that, even though that's already good, is chucking another guest in. Come on. Isn't it? That's what I'm thinking. I want to ask you a question, Hugo. Go for it. Is this guest insanely talented? Yes. Young, cool. Um, wham gym expert whammy yeah but more importantly critically acclaimed genre defined rapper slash verbal gymnast all of that yeah is this guy straight out of Camden via Brighton now residing in London I think you're right I think Penny's dropped innit yes I'd like to welcome the man the myth the legend Ocean Wisdom come on hey what's going on (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, thanks for joining us today, brother. Yeah, thank you, man. Are we all are we, are we in now? Are we, are we locked in? Yeah. All right, yeah, we're good. We're rolling. Wait, what? Is that in your yard then? Yeah, man. We in the we in the we in the studio right That's, now. Oh, I've got the mic. I've got the two pack. Um, yeah. I've got the two pack stained glass thing. Yeah. It's all good. Nice. I, I need two pack stained glass. Bro, it's it. it I, yeah. I believe they're not a thing. Like my mum's friend started making them, and um. Yeah, I might start making them with her. Not not literally, but 
I might start selling it. <laughs> <laughs> you're quitting the rap shit making stained glass windows. Yeah, I'm doing stained glass. Did you see them in real life? They're sick, trust me. Like, they're quite sick. Yeah. Yeah, it's quite cheap as well. They're like 60 quid. Yeah, sold. I'm yeah. down. I'll take a couple. I'll take a few. You got something in the back there. It will go nicely on your wall. Yeah. Who you got up there? Snoop, Diz. Yeah. I got So I've got all the classic albums I was raised on. So I've got Snoop Dogg, Doggy Style, Mob Deep Infamous, Illmatic, only built for Cuban links, Dizzy, The Streets, MF Doom, Nirvana. I like the, I like your taste in music, but I, I see you on your grammar. I see what you're listening to. I fuck with it. I'm just, I've got very similar, yeah. very similar albums to you actually. That I, that I yeah, that Nirvana one. Yeah, mad hard. Mad. Um, yeah. So basically, obviously, it's a weird one. We're all doing it from our yards and that. Last time we met. Uh, Wait, hang we... on a sec. Last time I saw both of you in the same room was at that um in 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 Concord, wasn't it? And we was, I don't know. If yeah, you, bro. I don't know if you look. I, I remember know, that. And we, and we did uh, Kill Him on the Rhythm When I'm on the Mike Cinnamon in the, in the, on the phone. And Nasty was there. Yeah. yeah, I do remember that. And it's when you were living in Brighton, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a good night, man. Yeah, man. That was a good night. I've got the video on my phone. Um, What did you say? Yeah. Hold tight, the new official Corrupt FM member. And then I was gassed and I showed it to everyone. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, you man, I'm repping it now. <laughs> that's it, man. But that still counts. You're still a corrupt member, man. Nice. That's what you're doing here, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Ask if you don't ask, boy, you don't get. Ask. Proper appreciate you coming on, man. Um, yeah, thank you. Pleasure, man. What, um, what's it been like? I got free time, bro. Listen, anyone that says that they're doing <laughs> stuff, it just means they're a dick, innit? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's why we thought it was a good time to start asking people, innit? Yeah, <laughs> because people are free. Yeah, There's no excuses. Yeah, man. Yeah, definitely. Um, have you? Are you living on your own then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got my. I got a place in central London, so I'm just. I'm just here, man. Oh, sick. Yeah, yeah. What's central London like? Dead. Yes, yeah, I mean today it wasn't. I look out the window and there's cars everywhere, so it's kind of annoying because you're out, you're isolating, and then because obviously there's essential yeah. workers and, and stuff like that. But I think when people was like, yeah. when it first got implemented, yeah, you got a good scale of like, okay, this is what it looks like when just essential workers. Because I live on the main main road in central London, in it, so you see you're gonna always see cars. But on the first day, it was just like a ghost town, except for except for like ambulances and food trucks and certain things like that. Yeah. And then now I'm looking out the window and it's just traffic. So I'm thinking, I don't know, man. So it's annoying when you're locking down, but I don't know who's in the... I know, man. I feel like we're at a stage that people are like, um, they're getting bored. So they're thinking, and they think, because they haven't been out, they're not remembering how, like, you know, like how real this is. And they're just like, actually, I'm fine. Maybe I can go out now kind of thing. But yeah. I don't know, man. It's a mad time. And do you know what else is crazy? It's just the numbers, like, because I went to Russia in February. So I've been staying in since, like, then really. And you get to a point where it's like six, seven, eight weeks in here where you're like, ah, oh, surely I can just go park or something. But then you're like, nah, like, you're not supposed to do it. Yeah. But then because there's so many of us yeah. with the same mindset, it's like, we, they, they, the majority of us might have been good for seven weeks and then, and then a person might have a one slip up, but if everyone does that, it's still madness. So you just gotta hold it down, bro. Exactly. What were you doing in Russia? That's mad. I had a show. I had a show on in a mountain. Oh, nice. On the side of a mountain. It was on a ski resort. Yeah, no. Russia. Russia's a mad place, bro. I was a bit um, especially because Corona was just starting. Like yeah. in the news, at least, I was a bit nervous because I obviously I didn't want to catch it. Yeah. And also, I was a bit nervous about like being mixed race, going Russia, that kind of thing. 
But yeah. actually, it was very much like they, they looked after me. It was nice. So, yeah. you know, sometimes you have a bit of a, it's like, I don't know, like I was a bit... Preconception. Yeah, yeah, your preconception. I was a bit cautious. And I didn't really see enough to know, but it was, it was, I had, you know, I was, I was in and out, man. But yeah, you look like you're doing all right, man. You're in the studio at home. Yeah, man. I thought I've, I've, I've been focusing on a few things. I've been focusing on training still, writing a lot. Yeah. And my new thing, what I'm trying to get good at is flexibility. I'm trying to get, trying to get like, um, because when you're doing all this, you're doing certain exercises, you get all stiff and it's just, and I don't want yeah. to. So I, yeah. I thought, fuck it, I'll try something new. So What, yoga? Like a yoga. No, not yoga, not yoga. I'm not doing yoga. I'm just doing like um. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Relax. Ocean Wisdom bursting out of his yoga pants. Relax. relax. <laughs> I like to stretch to relax and yoga's hard, but like I sweat. I know. When I do yoga, I sweat. You know what? I've, I've never tried yoga before, but I've, I've, it's on my list to do as a part of lockdown. I want to try it, basically. I've been doing this uh, Wim Hof breathing thing every morning, man. It's like he's a G. He's a G, man. I've been doing this. It's like super deep breathing. It works in nice little meditation vibes, and it, and it's meant to like um, just be good for your immune system and that. Yeah, that's the type of shit I've been doing as well. It's one of those things, like for me, nature of my career. Um, yeah. I just finished like a massive tour, twenty six shows in twenty eight shows in thirty six days or something. It was it was, in, oh, it was wow. intense, and I got back in December. So I said to my, yeah. I said to my agent and everything. I was like, I'm taking a few months off. I need to write music and I need to like calm down a bit. So I was gonna take mm-hmm. January, like January, February, March. I was just gonna write music. You know what I mean? So yeah. if anything, with regards to like work, I'd kind of already prepared to like have this time off from touring. So like, it's like perfect timing, kind of. Thing. In a way, like I'd financially kind of just finished my big tour in December yeah so in that sense I was just like cool I'm just going to use this time to chill um, yeah. and obviously when you take time off to write one thing in the back of your head is that the world kind of is you don't want to get left behind right? moving yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm using this chance while the world's on pause to just be like cool the world's on pause I'm going to get ahead of the curve like get ahead of myself you know yeah are you disciplined in like I'm I, like doing it every day as well yeah, or are yeah. you yeah, yeah yeah definitely like I mean with the writing I just do it when I want to do it. But if, like, what I try and do is, as soon as I even slightly am not in the mood, I just stop. Because yeah. as soon as it becomes a chore, I'm just going to not do it. Yeah, I mean, job vibes. You don't want to force it, innit? Exactly. And with creativity, it's like all the best stuff always comes just like, it's just so natural, innit? And if you're forced... Without thinking. Yeah. We're, like, we're the lucky ones, man, because we're the same. We we had, um like, weeks of, like, writer's rooms or months of writer's room. And then just as it started happening like the end of Feb kind of thing mm. is when we had to go home and just get our heads down and start writing for the next sort of three months. So like, it, yeah. like people like us and you, like we're very lucky, you know what I mean? Like a lot of other people have to deal with a lot of stress from it and that. So yeah. obviously we've but got a kind of... A, a lot of artists are just dependent on their live shows. Yeah, like, true. Do you know how many years I've been saying I would love a Rolex here, but I can't justify buying all this yeah. super, super expensive stuff until I'm so, so far gone. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. For me, it was like the first thing was like get a house, get a studio, um, get comfortable. And then now I'm quite pleased because there was a time last year where instead of setting myself up to be all right for this year, even though I didn't know this lockdown was coming, like there was a time where, you know, it was like, oh, or do I just do the ignorant thing? And I'm just glad I didn't now. And I I, I saw, um, who was it? Charlemagne. He was like, he was like, man, we going to see who's been saving, who's been spending. And then you get, <laughs> then we're going to see some of our favorite rappers on OnlyFans. 
That's what he said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's so true, man. You'd be pissed, didn't it? If you were sitting there with a fucking Rolex and you didn't have a home studio where you can actually do work and, and get be creative. Yeah. yeah, it's true, man. And and actually, last year I was a bit like, oh, do I... It's a lot of money, home studio, and it's just like, oh, like... Even the soundproofing, the soundproofing to do the whole room, it's yeah. like, once you do it, it's like, okay, I've got to go all the way in with it. So I was a bit like... Yeah. I was a bit like, oh, and I just done the tour which is hella expensive before you get the get it back and the album yeah, 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 yeah. So I was just like ah oh, this is mad but now I'm glad definitely because I can just keep working and uh, yeah investing it. in your talent is the best thing to do although it does feel long sometimes yeah sometimes you want you know what I mean you want something materialistic but then uh, investing in your talent is a no-brainer because you're going to get something out of it plus yeah you feel good because you're going to get to you know use your talent it's like therapy isn't it especially yeah. now I think it's a real hard mental block, especially the younger you are. Like, I think it's a hard mental block to spend money, mm. make money. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Hey, guys, it's Ron here. Coming back at you like Cleopatra. Um, trying out a new um, catchphrase. But, um, yeah, I uh, hope you all guys enjoy the podcast. And remember, all the links will be down at the bottom. All the recos down at the bottom. And I hope you all enjoy them. Well, you've been riding this um, pretty easy bit of bird, I suppose. Um, <laughs> what have you been like, uh, like watching or reading or listening to? You got any recommendations? Um, Ozark is mad. Oh yeah, yeah. I like Ozark. I watched the first series, bruv. I tried to get into the second series, and I felt like it was a lot slower. But everyone told me it's sick. Oh, it kicks off, man. This is one of those things. Like um, for me, I like really weird things about it. Like the color grade is mad. I love yeah, that. Yeah. It's, just, it's just so like I don't know, I've seen it before, but not in that way. And like they never really yeah. change from it, so you just get kind of get lost in the world just because of the color grade. I, I, it's a weird. Usually, right. I don't notice things like color. I mean, I observe it, but it doesn't stand out like that for me. Ozark color grade is like one of the coldest color grades I've I've seen recently. But yeah, um, yeah so I enjoyed that one. Um, I tried to get into into um, Altered Carbon, but I wasn't really getting into it. It was a bit slow for me. Yeah, I watched the episode of that. I found it a bit too sci-fi-y. Yeah, sometimes if a premise is just too mad, I'm just a bit like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I like if, if it's sci-fi for me, yeah, I like um, sort of stuff where you're like, weirdly enough, in isolation. So like if you get, if, if like sci-fi films where they get stuck on a spacecraft, Miles like Alien, yeah, or like, sort of like, Alien One. But I like where they where they analyze like the mental toll of like deep space exploration. Like, there's a few films that that, that touch on that type of stuff. Yeah, it's like a psychological kind of like fucks with your head. Yeah, stuff <laughs> like that. I like stupid films yeah, if they've got a cool sort of thing like that. <laughs> yeah, and then all the classics, like all the classics, bro. Trust me, like, I, yeah, yeah. If you're talking weird classics, I like um. Kids, Requiem for a Dream, that kind of thing. Yeah, stick. Oh, yeah. Well, first time I watched Requiem for a Dream, I whitey. It's, 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 it's so intense. It fucked fuck me up, yeah. 14, man. You don't want to watch that when you're that age. Yeah, I was young and really high, and I just couldn't <laughs> hack it. The dildo scene fucked me up. Yeah. Yeah. Hilarious. That film, that film's, yeah, very well acted, man. Also, um, do you know that in the, for the film Kids, the geezer just found... um. I can't remember her name. Ro- uh, Rosie, Rosa, Rose. I can't remember her name. Oh, the Latino girl. Yeah, they found her in a park. Yeah, he found her in a park. He just went up to her in a park and was like, "You look like my main role for my film." And that's how that's she, it. That's wow. You no, know I love shit like that. I think I think uh, there was other characters that were street casted in that as well. And um, you know, with uh, did you ever watch mid nineties? Uh, um, Jonah, Jonah Hill. Hill. Jonah Hill's. Uh, 
the one he directed basically about the skaters and that. It was like last year or the year before. No, but yeah, I, 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 I thought with Johnny Hill heavy man. I think he, yeah, yeah, yeah he's watch it, man. But all the little skaters, it's kind of like kids, and all the little skaters he's got in it are literally just kids from the skate park. It's like kids in California, yeah, basically, yeah, yeah, similar. Yeah vibe um all right sweet so um do you listen to music when you're when you're at home yeah i've been listening to heady one i listen to heady one yeah yeah sick what with fred again Gang. yeah, 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 yeah. I, like, I, yeah. Like that, I like that you can tell he's been in the studio with some trendy dons that that think a bit yeah. and and take a yeah. different direction in the music i just love yeah. it like, i like um it's creative it's i cool. like the jamie xx tune oh, do you know what the yeah. thing is i actually fuck with every single song on that tape um, I actually really yeah. liked it. I really liked it, man. Yeah. And, I, and as I was, it's amazing. I was thinking, yeah, fair play, man's doing something different. So I fuck with that. Definitely. Do you know what? It's, it's our boy Fred. That that's Fred again. Is our boy, isn't he's it? So old. I was just saying he's yeah. old. Uh, yeah. Right, he's your boy, yeah. Yeah, man. Okay. He did like Ed Sheeran. Uh, Take me back to London. Oh, he's, like, he's done, he did like I think he did like Storm, um, loads of Stormzy tracks. Loads of Stormzy stuff. Like most of Ed Sheeran's newer shit. Um, yeah. and, then, and then he does stuff like yeah, like with Mist and Fredo and Heady. Yeah, he's a proper like eclectic guy, man. I he's think sick. he's worked on Coldplay tunes. I really like what he brought out in Heady, man. Honestly, yeah, definitely, definitely. I think yeah, he's yeah. a. I think it's about chemistry as well, isn't it? Like, yeah, it, they they actually make things together rather than do you know what I mean? Just someone popping in quickly, laying a bar you and fucking tell, off. You can tell, and 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 yeah. and something that I like when I'm making songs is like if I bring someone in that is just really talented uh with production mm. and, and they can just like take my vocals and and mess with them exactly lay them down and even just when it yeah. comes to, like staggering the first syllable of the first vocal that's about to come in in the verse yeah there's levels to that and the way it fades in and out and you can just hear that there's just been some real expertise on it and it's kind of taking it a different direction and that's what music's about man like i like seeing stuff like that because that's kind of the, the direction i not not sonically but that's the direction i like to think that I'm heading with regard to just you never know what's coming. Mm. Like I, like my first project was all hip hop. My second project was a bit of kind of everything. My third project was kind of just like bangers, and then this fourth project's going to be hella deep. And I don't want people to ever know what's coming. So artists that kind of yeah, remind me of that, like Heady, I'm I'm all for. It. Yeah, that's the best artists are like that. Yeah, yeah. definitely. So Ocean, yeah. So like, first thing we want to know really is like, how did it all start for you? And I don't mean like the first time you properly put music out. I mean like from young. Like, like, did you always have a dream to be a rapper? Was it like, do you know what I mean? Like, like, were there people around you inspiring you? Like, how did it start? Um. So my mum used to listen to always listen to Eminem all the time, and like my mum, my mum is a foster carer and like a childminder. So when she starts playing like um, remember that Eminem song Kim. Yeah, remember yeah. Play that screaming song. She oh. used to love that song when I was a kid, man. When I was like seven, so I used to be listening. Yeah. And 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 um and uh, the song "Kill You" and all these songs, I used to listen to them. Yeah, and if she was so wait, she must be was she quite a young mum then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was twenty twenty when she had me. And um, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And so she would be in the car, yeah. And when she was in a good mood, she would she would let me listen to she would, she would play Eminem. And when she was in a bad mood, she wouldn't play any swearing because she's nah nah, it's inappropriate. But if she's in a good mood, yeah. yeah, yeah. Boom, Eminem. And then I remember one time, right, this is so random, actually. Not, I've never even told anyone, it's so random. But, uh, no, I don't even know what the song's called. But you know that Gorilla song from back in the day where the front cover is, is, the, is like the June buggy at an angle and it's green? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, 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 yeah. and the rap in the song goes, Finally, someone let me out of my cage. Well, time for me is nothing because I'm counting no age. Well, I yeah. couldn't be there. Oh, you shouldn't be scared. I'm fully prepared. You know that song? 
I can't remember the yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. anyway. We were listening to it in the car and I just learned all the lyrics. Whilst she played yeah. it like three times, it was just the album back in the day when you said just listen to an album on loop in a drive. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got to the destination and I rapped it to her and she was impressed. And so she was like, all right, cool, you, you like this rap thing. I'm going to write all the lyrics to this song down in a book. So she wrote all the lyrics wow. in a book to that song because she saw that I was a bit interested in, in learning. And then from there, I learned it. I kept rapping it. And then really and truly, that was when I thought, oh, I could just make my own version of this. And then I used to listen to Eminem and think, I could make my own version of this. Same, similar tempo. I can say funny stuff. Do wordplay. Not to butt in, but did you, um, did it take quite a while for you to just be emulating lyrics and then you started coming out of your own lyrics or was it pretty quick that you started coming out of your own stuff? Um, I felt like it was, it was just like, as soon as I, as soon as I had written out and learned someone else's rap, I can do my own version of this. Okay. Yeah. That's I was always realistic about it. I was like, cool, this first, these first 10 are going to be rubbish. Second. And then as I progress and I can always just be honest with myself about it. Um, yeah. And I had most, I, I would always like ask all the men them I knew that were more blunt than, than, than not, like, I wouldn't be asking some sort of person that I know is going to say yes if I say it's sick. I'd always be asking people that I know like might not like me or whatever. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Get the truth. Get the truth. And people that, people that I knew didn't fuck with me were going, yo, you're sick, you know? Like, I don't like you, but you're sick. And I was like, all right, cool. And you're like, okay, that, that must be true then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's undeniable. And my boys were like, yeah, yeah it's cold, but I was like, oh, I don't know if I should believe it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I know. But, um, I'll admit it, I started rapping in American accent. Did you? Yeah, 50. Why? Because you were completely inspired by what you just heard. So you're like, this is how you rap. Because the only way. Okay, so so the, the, the gorillas thing was years before, yeah? And then, so I had an interest, but then I was obsessed with 50 Cent when he was popping. Like obsessed. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so I just, all I used to listen to was 50 Cent. So when I actually started making my own raps, I did a remix of When It Rains, It Pours. And yeah. it was my favorite tune. So I just did a remix of it. And it I wasn't that like. That beat is hard. <sighs> in it, bro. Thomas, man. That's a Dre beat, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think it is. The guitars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, boy, I, I remember I wrote something to that and I just thought, Do you know what? Yeah. It sounds like I've got a bit of an American twing. Like, it wasn't, like, fully American, but it just, it was, like, yeah, yeah. I was saying homie and shit, and it was just a bit... And dope. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, dope and stuff. So then I just, I, you know, so I put a grind beat on, and I just I just wrapped it in my actual voice. And then from then, yeah. from then it was it was done. In fact, from some of my earliest lyrics that I ever wrote got incorporated in my first single, Walking, which is one of my most viewed songs to really? this day. Yeah, yeah. Because that song is from... Uh, so did you just mention walking, uh, where you delivered lyrics faster than Eminem's rap god? Yeah, yeah. just checking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a segue and a half, man. I can't believe I'm a podcaster. That is sick. But, um, so, so when you um, because because your age, yeah, mm. like Grime must have been saying you was raised on, no? Yeah. Like I know you're from Camden originally. Like you were born in Camden, right? And then when did you move to Brighton? So my family, like my family, I was born in Camden and then my family kind of went like this and mm-hmm. and like uh, some of us went to Battersea yep. and then a few years later, me and mum, eventually me and my mum went to Brighton. So I kind of, I've always been a bit back and forth really. I've always been, yeah, yeah, yeah. To, there's part of the elements of Brighton or I've always associated with home and then elements of London that I've always associated with home. So I just kind of, yeah, it all really. But now I'm back in London. So it's, I don't know, and my whole family's here, so. This is where we're at, but I love going back to Brighton. When you moved to Brighton, mm-hmm. was it um 
was it like a big was it a culture shock first of all how old were you and what kind of music were you listening to then like what was inspiring you and because you because you started your career there right yeah like my mom was very influenced by black culture yeah she was one of those white women that knew everything about just yeah. various things you get me so she would, yeah. and because we was brightens a predominantly white town and stuff she would always be like reminding me of of where I, what you know right. was also a single mum and stuff so my dad was in there so he's in london so i'm cool with it yeah we, we we get along proper but like it's one of them things where it's like at the time it's like you're raising a kid you gotta teach them about mm. all your different about their heritage when mm. you're a white woman trying to teach a black kid about his heritage it's kind of difficult so you kind of have yeah. to like yeah, you know you don't you can't shy away musically like you can't just not so she was there like look this is the I don't know this is the music your dad plays this is the music that I listen to tried to school me a bit so in that sense it influenced me um my what I wanted to do was always very like Buster Rhymes Eminem type sounds yeah like, you can hear it yeah 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 Skippy but but also like it's it a fast kind of flows technical yeah, but then even down to like how Eminem used to like sing out of tune almost, but it worked stuff like that. Yeah. I always see myself yeah. doing, and then Brighton, yeah, Brighton, it definitely influenced me. Um, because I think that there was a sound there when I was coming through, yeah, but my sound never really reflected that sound. But you just say, I, I almost like it's almost like because I passed through at the same time as there was Brighton had this kind of hip hop sound, like this UK hip hop sound going on, yeah, because I kind of passed yeah. through at the same time. But I have my grime influences. It was it was just a melting yeah. pot, which which made my sound. Yeah, and you can hear that. Yeah. You can literally hear like how you were raised and how you've moved around through your music. I yeah, think. yeah. Like it makes perfect sense when you explain it. But yeah, man. Yeah. I don't know. Fucking with Brighton and 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 London and stuff and like that whole melting pot. Like I'm quite grateful because I don't want to sound like a next person, and I feel like it's I, I I'm very mm. I sound like me now on tracks. But it's quite hard mm-hmm. to find yourself at first. It's quite hard to like sound yeah. you. Who, like, what is you like, as a musician? How yeah. how do you sound like? What is your? Can you carry that thing that makes you you? It's not just your voice; it's your delivery and just everything. Can you carry that mm. over different types of beats? Yeah, you're definitely lucky for for going through all these different experiences because mm. you can like not only can you like communicate in real life with different warps of life, but like also on a beat. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you, you you can communicate with a Chester P. You, and you can hold your own with, uh, you know what I mean, with like a like Dizzy Rascal, or, you know what I mean? Like it's yeah, it's yeah. I think it's I think it's really important, man. And yeah. I think it, other people should take a leaf out of that book as well, because actually, me and Hugo used to make jokes about that, mm. about like we used to be like, you know, them LimeWire remixes. I know exactly we, what you're saying without saying it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You have like, gigs on a track with Jess, like it would never happen. Yeah, yeah. in your album, like, bro, that's mad. I feel like that's a Brighton influence, the kind of UK underground hip-hop stuff yeah right yeah yeah like with the with the jet okay so like when i was at college when i'm like 16 just and chester p and like farmer g and that then man we, yeah, we, yeah. we, we all just like yeah these men are cold so i was playing yeah. i was playing these men's songs every day but at the same time i was yeah. playing p money and gets every day but, yeah. but, but the reason I was listening to P Money and Gets wasn't because I was in Brighton, it was because of the people I knew outside and, and, and a couple of people yeah. were from outside that now lived in Brighton. That, that group, yeah. we would, like, there was a certain group where we, like, Gets, for example, but then there's another group where if I bumped into them, we're talking about Chester P and, 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 and I remember um, Chester P and uh, Wordsmith had a clash or they had a battle or they were beefing. And I had this one friendship group that was proper invested in that beef. And then there's a whole separate friendship group that are into grime more. And so when I'm making my tunes, I want both these friendship groups to fuck with it. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Makes sense, man. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Yeah. Right about now, you are locked into the legendary Chat and Shit Podcast, lad. How did you feel when you first, uh, like, when you first released your first thing or you did your first live gig the first time, like, the public heard your shit? Like, when was that and how did you feel? First time the public ever heard my shit ever probably was um when I had, I wrote Walking when I was 16. I recorded it when I was mm. 17, 18. I released it when I was 21. Yeah. So between 18 and 21, yeah. I'd, I'd used to send that song as an MP3 to all my people and stuff. And I remember one time there was a like a block party and it got played and they had never come out yet. And there was just bare man then just... And I remember, because I was, I, was like, I was like 18, yeah, and there must have been about 30 or 40, like 30 big, just greasy man just outside this estate, just listening to this tune, just going... <laughs> oh, yeah, sick. I was there like, yeah, what you man you man a fucker with it, yeah. Okay. Alright, cool. So that was the first yeah. time I, that was the first time like adults, I knew adults were fucking with it. And it gave me a bit of confidence. Yeah. But like, yeah, you know, you have these you just spit out parties and when you're younger you spit out parties and Yeah, well, what I was gonna say, before that, did you have uh like did you have stuff like that? Like, like like MCs like parties or pirate radio or, or battles or anything like that before you made like your first proper tune? Yeah, yeah. So I used to um I don't know if I'm gonna give him this. No, I'm not gonna give him this, but someone beat me at a freestyle rap battle. <laughs> like we had this when I was like fifteen, there was a freestyle rap battle. And you have to appreciate this was ten years ago, yeah. I got these plimps. So I remember what he said, he was like he was like, uh, why are you trying to hate on them? I just dissed his crew and he said, Why are you trying to hate on them? You look like a reject model from H&M. <laughs> <laughs> he'll know who it, now he'll know. Saying that I'm giving you that, you know who it is. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. The only, that's the only battle I ever lost. And and he was yeah he was sick at freestyle and um he spun. So yeah, we used to do stuff like that. Um and then all, these times don't flop was popping and I always knew like it's probably not good for my pride to get involved. Mm-hmm. I was like I'm I'm gonna do this rap thing. I can't be dealing with man like just disrespecting me on a weekly basis. Like 
I'm I'm gonna yeah. do songs in it. Yeah. No, the thing is, man, like rap battle raps, battle rap, but but them man sometimes not even them man, just in general, it gets taken too far. And I just always worried someone yeah. would take it too far. And I don't yeah. want to be that guy getting angry on camera. Yeah. And also you get painted with a brush of kind of just being a freestyle yeah. battle MC. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah it's true. You can't yeah, shake man. it off. So I thought, you know what? It's not for me. I'm not built for that. Let me just do this rap thing and be true and be true to myself. And and luckily there was something there with the rap. Um and I always felt it. I remember do you remember Rizzle Kicks? Hang tight, Jordan. Yeah. yeah. Oh, do you remember Rizzle Kicks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Jordan. He's cool, man. Yeah, man. Bless guy, man. Um, when Jordan... So I used to use his ID back in the day when he was like... Mm-hmm. When I was like 15 or whatever, he was 18 or something, and I used to use his ID. And I remember... Oh, what, to go out with and that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were the only mixed race people in the whole of Brighton, man, I'm telling you. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> and so I used, to, I used to use that, yeah. And um, I remember like when he when he popped off, he had this song down with the trumpets and he just went world famous all yeah. of a sudden. And we was all just like, right, what, man's famous now? Yeah. He got so famous to the point I felt even awkward hollering, man, because I was like, I hope he doesn't think I'm trying to like coat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know them ones? <laughs> that was how quick we popped. And I remember I was in the, yeah. I was in the kitchen with my mum and she was like, you you like doing your rap social? When are you going to be a fucking pop star, man? And I was just like, mum, like, give me some time. But I remember that was the moment where I was like, okay, cool. Like, I'm going to take this thing seriously and smash it. And yeah. from there, I think, I think, what was I? Yeah, I'd have been 16 and I just went for it from there, really. So I think Jordan knows that because I told him, I was like, bruv, yeah. my mum looking at your video, seeing you popping and they're looking at me being like, is this what you want to do? Yeah, because he's doing it and he's smashing it. That was the time where I was like, no, nah, I'm not having this. I'm flying in. I'm flying in. So I just locked on. I just focused from there. Where would you record like all your early stuff? Did you have a spot? Did you do it at home? I got hanged out my boy Black Ink. Even though he showed motherfuckers my music, which is why I stopped working with him, because you you know them boys with <laughs> legends that, yeah, I got you, but I won't show no one. Hey, listen to this new Izzy. He used to do that every every song. He would yeah. do that. I love him with my brethren, yeah, but I used to do that every song. So I couldn't record with him. No the more. leak. That, yeah, the leak. <laughs> the leak. You always knew it was Black Ink as well. You always well it's a good thing. It means that it, he, he was excited to play it. Like, fuck yeah, it. Yeah, he was, he was showing up at you, man. He loved it. So from there, that was, that was the first place. And then I used to record with um, Dirty Dyke a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Shout out Dirty Dyke, Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, when I, I think I recorded the vocals for Walking in his yard. Yeah, Dirty Dyke was like first actual stuff you hear on records. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A few others right here. And he was always moving around. So I was always just going, he always would just move around, set up in a studio where he was where his yard was. So I record a lot of yeah there. And then really the first time where I stepped it up was Big Talk. I recorded in Maloko. Mm-hmm. And that's hella expensive, but it's professional. That's a sick studio. Yeah, so that was and, and, yeah. and that's where I met Dizzy. Um, so after I met him there, I was like, cool, this is where you go then. This is the certified spot. So I cross your arm and a leg, but yeah. it's a good sound. Let's bring this back. Um, so like obviously, like we were talking about earlier, like you got a lot of sick collaborations and it and it's a mad eclectic mix. Yeah. Like someone like Dizzy doesn't really collab with too many people and, and he keeps himself yes. a little bit further away from the scene. So like how'd you get in touch with someone like that? Like how did that happen? Bruv, can you imagine? I never, ever, ever, ever expected that to happen. Cause I was trying yeah. to get in touch with him. Oh, right. I think his manager thought that it was like not something to bring to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because imagine how many people holler, man, to do a feature. It's mad. Of course. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, obviously, as a, if you're a good manager, you've got to filter. You can't just bring every request. You know what I'm saying? So I think yeah. I, got, I got lost in that. Couldn't, couldn't get past the first wall. And mm-hmm. then he's in the gym, yeah? And his personal trainer goes, check this kid out, plays my music. 
And then he stops wow. he stops his gym session and fo- and follows me on Twitter. I was already following him. So I'm in my car. It says Dizzy Rascal followed you back on Twitter. So I fully, not saying this for the story, yeah, I fully nearly crashed, didn't it? Because yeah. I pay, like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, rah! And so I just put, I had to pull over. I pulled over on the side of the road, clicked on it, messaged him straight away, like, big up for follow. I didn't know why he was following me, but I was like, yo, because everyone that knows me is my big inspiration, really. I decided yeah. to rap when I, when I really, when I saw him in a crowd, uh, I was watching a performance of his and I was like, this, this is sick. I could do this. So I've always... Because you can relate to him because he, he's English, right? Like it's... it's, it's so it's, many it's more I can relate to him. Yeah. And just, just personality as well. Like it was a weird one. Like, oh, yeah. I, he, he molded the type of person I became. So that went, and when I met him, it was weird because yeah. we were weirdly similar. Mm-hmm. But he messaged me. He said, uh, he said, you're sick or whatever. I was just gassed. I was like, bro, I've been trying to get hold of you for time. Like, if you ever want to work, I'm there. Just give me a time and a date. He was like, next week, studio. What, this time, I was there like, what? I, I text my manager at the time. I text Christian, in it. I was like, just, yeah, yeah. just text, just text him, just like, like I can't remember where it was, but it was sat like, we made it, we, we made it. <laughs> you know what I mean, it's like get my get turn Khaled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm getting ready for the time now. I'm getting ready. For Fuel the layer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Literally, literally, major key alert. It was them times as well. So I'm the type of person that if I had good news like that, I'd be like, yeah, this is sick. This is amazing. But also now I'm thinking, is this going to be awkward when we meet up? What When I have to start spitting in front of him? You know what I mean? Like, not, not that I'd be spitting in front of him, but you know what I mean? Like, do you have any of those thoughts? Do you have any of those sort of like, right, this is my, this is like one of my idols. Like, this is going to be like, do you know what I mean? I mean, it's almost like, um, if you study a craft for so long and then the person that most influenced you, you study their craft even more, you know mm-hmm. that, you know that um, you kind of almost can gauge what they're going to like because of what they've put out themselves, right? So a lot of my, so a lot of my, a lot of my um, initial inspiration points are off the back of flows he's done and stuff like that. So as much mm-hmm. as they might sound different and my voice might sound different, like I kind of had a quiet confidence that, you know, he's inviting me to the studio I had I've always had yeah. confidence in my own abilities, and on top of that, I just thought, based on what he's taught me, I assume as long as I don't fuck it up, he'll like it. Based on what, based on what I've learned mm. from him, so it was kind of like a cyclical kind of thing where it just made sense. But that's what I'm saying, though. Don't you ever have those thoughts of I might fuck it up? I might even technically just slip up, slip up because of the pressure, or or no? Yeah. So like when I started recording my verse, yeah, I was so nervous, bro. Because bearing in mind, like I walked in the studio, it's like dark can't see nothing mm. and yeah and um dizzy's there with his hood on and he's like hey yeah. like, i didn't know what the vibe was gonna be and then i walk in and he's like hey what's going on and i'm like okay cool <laughs> chill vibe sick and then i sit down and man just starts we just chat for ages he's tell, telling me all these yeah. and we just start telling stories really just mm-hmm. like a podcast without the cameras type thing just yeah. <laughs> yeah. and then, and then yeah. eventually then we start talking about the song so it was nice because I was quite comfortable. But even still, by the time I got to start rapping, I was just um, nervous as hell, really, because usually I don't get nervous, anything to do with rap on stage, nothing like that. I'm just like, these people are here yeah. to see me. They want to see me. I'm just going to go and smash it. Yeah. I can get nervous. But with with, with Dizzy, yeah. I was like, yo, this is literally like, I never thought I'd be in a room with this guy, let alone rapping on a tune we're going to do. So then I'm trying to rap and I yeah. sound just like perfect. And when you try and sound perfect, you don't sound natural. And you thought, yeah, yeah. so... Yeah. He clocked it straight away. First take I did, yeah, I did the take, and I went. Let me get that again, 
and I like to consider myself one take merchant. You get me? So already I was pissed off. Yeah, already I was pissed off because I was like, oh, let me get that again. And then he just got up and left. And I was just like, as soon as he got up and left, I was like, oh, he's a real one for that. Because he obviously he obviously knows I'm a fan, first and foremost. Yeah. And obviously he clocked it and just... But I think even, even the best MCs, the top MCs, yeah, if there's someone they don't know in the room watching them record, it's, it's a distraction. Yeah, that's why you need that... Um... 45 minute chat before like when I used yeah. to do music sometimes it would be clinical like people would just come in like back. they just want to hear backing track and it would always come out shit but when you have yeah. a good time like get to know them feels easier there is the flip side of that though of the training ground of back in the day like like um, going to someone else's studio that's just packed full of man and blazing or yeah. or pirate radio there is no Oh yeah, how you like? How you like being? Like, yeah. Now you just go straight in, and everyone's just sitting there, hoods up, staring at you, blazing in it. And it's the worst, but it's the sickest training ground. But it's it's it is a. Although when you're younger, you obviously have more of a front, and you pretend you're not shook and that. But mm. of course, yeah, you're like, it's like a mad social situation, isn't it? Like, but it's kind of like a battleground, I'm guessing, because it's yeah, like yeah. everyone thinks they're sick, and it's your chance to like prove. And you like, got to, yeah, but, but I'm literally me, better than all of you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I guess it's different when it's someone you've looked up to, isn't it? Like, like your yeah, yeah. For me, I if 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 I want to make sure I don't make a mistake, yeah, I'll probably be more lucky, uh, better off doing a faster flow than a slower flow, isn't it? The only thing that I sometimes do when rapping is think about what I'm gonna have for dinner or something on stage yeah. or yeah, yeah. Mic or whatever. And if the beat is mm-hmm. too slow, in those pauses or in the flow is too slow, in those pauses I start letting my mind wander. Whereas yeah, whereas when when I'm in the pocket. I know I I very rarely fuck it up. Once I've got it, I've got it. I get that. So I've yeah. Yeah, I, get I don't that. think shit. Did I leave the front door unlocked? Nah, not. <laughs> it's like muscle memory. It's just muscle memory. So then I'm thinking, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go on the mic. I'm gonna deliver a, some a, 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 my best verse. But within that verse, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna flex my thing that I can do, which is more of a rare thing, right? Because not every verse. I'm not trying to do some mad intricate flow. I'm trying to just fit, fit the beat, but this on this particular occasion with Revan, I was like, I'm going in. So if I if I decide I'm going in, I know it's going to be cold, and I, and because I've just because I've built it to that point, and so I know that if I can go in, do some intricate flows, have some good bars, and then we get a catchy hook, we can't go wrong. So I just kept telling myself that and just fucking believe that, and that's why the first lyric was manifested this one because I I done manifested that situation and I had to put that in the song in order for the song to do what it needed to do, I felt. Now you smashed it, bruv. Yeah. Big tune. So, like, how does it feel, like, from where you've come? Like, I mean, you've come, you're still really young, innit? So you've come... Uh, like us. Yeah, yeah we're, we're really young. We're all really young. young. Oh, yeah. The yeah. same age, yeah. And, um, like... I mean, how, like, how do you deal with now people recognising you? Uh, is, is it all love? Like, do you enjoy it? Is it yeah, annoying? I definitely think, I, <laughs> yeah. I definitely think um, it's uh, much more of a, I guess, teenage ambition to be super popular and popping and have people cheer yeah. the game. Like, as you get older, it's a bit like, as an, ad, as an adult, I feel like, um, let's say if you wanted that as a kid, I think as you, as you get older, you start just wanting like a nice kitchen and a nice ball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice Definitely. And a nice holiday and some financial freedom and just like your family. Yeah. Yes, and that. You start caring about more important things rather than like attention. 
the positive from that is a reflection for the hard work you yeah, put definitely, in and how you definitely, definitely. that and the kitchen is that like, and the kitchen. Is is what I'm saying, I think that I think what I'm saying is I think when I was younger, the driving factor was like um to pr- I had something to prove, and now I feel right. like I've yeah. proven myself, and now the driving factor is like um is like the, the I guess the pursuit of like creating things, good things. Yeah, great. Yeah, things. that's good. That's but also it's the it's the, it's the it's the security and you know what I mean? You, you're an adult now. Yeah. So it's like, I want to be secure and I want to be able to like, if I want to open a pop-up truck and serve jerk chicken, because I want to see if people like it, I want to be able to do that in my life and not have to be restricted. I don't want to do like yeah. crazy. I don't know. I think no one needs a billion pounds. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like, um, you know, enough to look after your family and to be able to, to enjoy life's experiences is important. So that's my motivating kind of factor now. Not so much, um, the attention but it is nice when people appreciate your stuff and it's also nice being able to just make people happy just by like exactly like how many times yeah. have you man just popped into a room and just bare people just like smiling happy gassed whatever it may be and it's like you're just doing that yeah it's, existing. it's like that's a nice feeling too so many like, bloody never... times it's an absolute nightmare to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes i have I, I feel i have pressure to be funny though and it, it yeah, just comes out shit yeah, yeah. like yeah, yeah and they're like oh my god i can't believe He's actually not talented. That's <laughs> also, I think it's a bit unfair to just be talented all the time. Like for me, it's like you can't expect you to be to just be in full form all the time. Like when people say to me, like rap for me, I'm like, I'm really. Yeah. I put my mind to it. I can, you know, I, like I'll be in the pocket for about an hour when I'm. Yeah, yeah. I'll be in the pocket and I might do two, three songs in that hour, but then I'm like, oh man, I need to chill out. I'm, otherwise, I'm gonna start sounding shit. So. I don't know, man. Do you get guys <laughs> rapping to you at parties? Oh, that's the word. Fuck. I hate that. But you must get it more than we do. Like, you know people what, spitting like, in your ear. Yeah, literally, bruv. The spitting. Yeah. Like, it's so mad because um, I remember, uh, do, I, I'll tell you, oh, man, this was so awkward, but I had to stick it on some kid in Germany. I was on, I was, uh, <laughs> I was doing my tour last year, end of, end of, end of the year, yeah. And this kid in Germany uh, comes backstage after he's like, um, he bought a, like a, cause when I'm in Europe, I'll do meet and greets, not in UK, but in Europe, I'll do meet and greets. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm doing this meet and greet, yeah. And this kid comes backstage, this white German kid. And he's like, yo, is it cool if I rap for you, homie? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, cool. Yeah, I'm like, cool. And he's like, okay, so this is a rap I wrote about some fucking bitch, okay? And I'm there like, all right. <laughs> And then he starts, <laughs> he starts rapping and I'm listening and it's kind of, it's it, you know them people that rap like they think they're well sick, but they're, they're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I could just even hear that, yeah. And then man just says the N-word. And I'm like, did I just, no. I'm like, did I just hear the N-word? I'm like, man can't say that. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm in Germany, what? you're white. You can't be saying the N-word in raps to me like that. Back to yeah, you're white in German. That's the worst kind. Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? That's like, your high-level racist. Yeah, like, no, but just, just have a bit more of awareness. In, do you know what I mean? Oh, God, that's fucking insane. But I didn't know if maybe he said, like, vinegar in German. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was German. He was German, and then he kind of cutting in between English. Right, right. Yeah. And then he just fucking full-on said it in English. I stopped. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Listen. It's not that time. Can't be doing that, man. Not cool, bro. Yeah. Not cool. <laughs> not cool, man. So I just, I, 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 and I didn't want to get all super weird about it. First but... of all, you're well within your rights to be fuming and weird about it. But second of all, I guess you're thinking, does he know that he's doing wrong? Like, like does he understand like, how bad this is? Yeah. Does he need to be taught? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, the reason why I kind of felt to um, educate him as opposed to intimidate him, yeah, was because mm. 
he was so he was like a fragile looking guy. So I was like, he there's no, yeah, yeah. there's no way that he come in here on smoke trying to say that thinking he could like he's obviously just I will literally he, crush him he just thought that was, he just thought that was okay innit he just genuinely thought that was okay so I explained to him I was like listen yeah you don't need to be saying that word in your raps so that, so, so, no. that, was, that was worse yeah than when people put in my ear that was worse because I had to school the guy and they made me feel weird and I was like nah what the fuck? I just imagine you going uh, maybe try and change it for vinegar. I don't know if that still makes sense. <laughs> What's vinegar in German? Exactly, exactly. All right, well, um, that comes to the end of your journey. So one of the most important things that we ask all of our guests... That's under a bit uh, morbid, bro. Can we not... Uh, well, and your journey. Oh, no, no, let's yeah, do that again, actually. Right. <laughs> um, so, Ocean, what does the future hold for you? What does the future hold? What's next, man? What, what does the future hold for any of us right now? We haven't really yeah, been talking about the lockdown at all. Yeah, no. Nah. Let's see, let's see it. Because I was just on the phone to my agent and he was saying, he was saying Q4, we might be looking at touring. I was like, we're not looking at touring in Q4. No way. We're not no way, it. man. I'm preparing, mentally I'm preparing like, I'm hoping that next year we can um, yeah. gather, yeah. gather. And I know that might, yeah. some people, some people might yeah. be like, what? But I'm hoping 2021, we can gather yeah. in, in, in yeah. you know, big group. Bruv, like we were meant to release the film this year in August, cinema release. That ain't happening, man. People ain't yeah. even gonna be looking up for cinemas and stuff like that, let alone raves and and gigs. And and, and, and as much as that's annoying for you, it's super annoying for you guys. Like you don't I'm super excited about that. And it's, it reminds me actually of um Khabib versus Tony. I don't know if you guys are into UFC, but they were gonna yes, make it happen yeah. amidst the madness. Yeah. And I was almost mm. there, like, you know what? I want the full production, I want the full exactly. out. I want every, yeah. I'd rather wait a year and have the full rollout. Yeah. So with that film, it's like I want that to be like I want the yeah. full rollout for that. So I think it's much annoying, and that's how I feel with with my third album. I wanted to do a third album, but I'm I'm gonna have it there. But in the meantime, I'm just gonna release music, just like singles and maybe EPs and mixtapes, and just mm-hmm. keep the ball rolling. But when I yeah. do my big third album, I want yeah. the world to be up and running again. You know what I mean? So I don't blame you for that. <laughs> The sandwich. What's your favorite sandwich? Uh, you know, on that note, we come to the end of the show. The most important question we ask all our guests, what's your favorite sandwich? My favorite sandwich? Um, I'll go, um, I'll go baguette. Yeah, nice. Yeah, nice. I'm going to be a Japanese yeah. mayo. Nice. I'm going... I just I'm freestyling. I'm going sliced. I'm um, I'm sliced grilled chicken, with a yes. nice with a maybe if I was trying to bougie it up, some fried chicken skin, crunch it up. Oof. 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 Wow, or some or some crispy yeah. lots or something like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm going. I'm going a bit of like mustard with the pickles in, like the sweet mustard with a bit of the pickles in. Nice. On the yeah. top, I'm going the key lime on the bottom. What else am I doing? And then, I know I'm, and then I'm getting some chili flakes in there. You know what I'm saying? And then I'm getting. Ooh, are, you, wow. are you are you slipping a bit of avocado in there? Healthy fat. Yeah, man. You know, Patty and Bon wouldn't let me put avocado in my burger, man. They said it's... they wouldn't let you. Yeah, I tried to, bro. They were like, nah, it's not really with the brand, but but fair play. <laughs> I was like, right, yeah. But yeah, no, avocado's <laughs> going in there. That's my that's my go-to. All right, man, nice one. And then for the net for the last part of the show, a, sh- a part of the show we like to call the three, three questions. questions. You got to ask us three questions each. Um, okay. What's your favourite one of Asim's characters on his Instagram? <laughs> I only know one. 
Raj, right? Nah, he's got Raj, he's got Rupert Khan, he's got your buddy G. I want sex. Oh, I, I know, I know no, which I, one. Let me rephrase it, let me rephrase it. I don't mean like on a funny level, I mean like who, which one pisses you off the most as a person? Like which character he does yeah. on his Instagram do you dislike the most? Um, I'd say Rupert Khan. Rupert Khan is the least, like he's a great character, but... I wouldn't he's, want to spend he's, time the biggest, he's, the biggest, he's the biggest dickhead, Rupert, isn't it? Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> nah, Rupert Kind is so funny, though. So funny. He's hard. So funny. All right, cool. I'll accept that answer. I'll accept that answer. Let me think. Okay, what's your go-to drink of choice? Let's say tonight, you've got to stay in. You're going to pour yourself a classy drink. What are you making for yourself? Um, This is what I do every night, yeah. I've got some of that, you know, the lean... Um, THC <laughs> shit. Hey, bruv, you've got right. to say THC first because hey. people think you're bitty. Yeah. <laughs> Not opioids. Not yeah, opioids. Yeah. THC lean liquid. I have that with Ribena and sparkling water. You have that every night? Yeah. Okay, Sifa, final yeah. question. What's the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to you? Fucking hell. In public, in public. Um... I've got something, though. The embarrassing thing that's happened to me on stage. Go on, MP. We was doing a corrupt gig in, like, I don't know, you know, like, fucking Cheltenham or... You know, like... Oh, yeah, not, yeah, yeah. Essex, yeah? And then we was on the stage, yeah? And and I was obviously, as grinder, like, all dressed in my motion, like, thinking I'm bad, like, being well arrogant on the mic and shit. Being like, yeah, yeah, big up, you mugs, like, to people in the crowd and shit. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, like, laughing along and that, yeah? But there was a gap in between the stage and the decks, yeah, that was just enough to fall down, yeah? And I didn't clock that. And I went, yes, lady, Mish, big up, you mug, yeah? Because Mish was there as well, filming it with her bridgings. I'm all showing off and that. As I say that, I just go like this. I just take one step and just collapse down the side of the stage, bro. The people think. I'm bright red and I want to leave. I just want to go home and go to bed at that point. And I've still got half an hour of the set left. And that's all I could think about, man. It's horrible. Hey, that is that is jokes, bro. Bro, thanks so much for joining us, man. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. The gentleman. And, thank you, um, bro. Yeah, hope it's been enjoyable and that, man. That was, that was jokes, man. That was jokes. Thanks for having me anyway. I appreciate it. This is the outro. See you later, and good luck. Stay lucky, boy. Stay lucky, boy. And that was Ocean Wisdom. What do you think? Yeah, man. He's yeah. safe. Yeah. I told you, he's, he's, he, do you like his physique? Yeah, man. It's inspiring. Yeah, it's very It's something that you could never, ever sort of well, get to. Well, I, I think with my... No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, one thing that we forgot to do which um, we realised is, of course, the most important part of the show is uh, ask Wisdom if these are new best notes. And um, so I sent him a voice note afterwards, and this is his reply. Bro, we've been best mates. We were best mates before. If anything, it's just a question of, do we let Hugo in the group three best friends? I think we do, bro. So, you know, let him know from me. I know you guys go back, so let him know. He's in. He's in. He made it. Yes. Yeah? You like that? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I do. You know what? I'm going to win him over as well. More. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know what? This was the whole point of this podcast. Hugo's like moved away recently. Um, he's just had a, yeah. he's feeling really lonely. So I said, let me get some of my celebrity guests on and uh, make them be friends with him. Thanks, man. No worries. That's been chatting shit. Really nice of you. What's been chatting shit? You. And I've been there on the side talking stents. Thank you. <laughs> chatting shit. The podcast. See you later. See ya. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.